Can I bring something out? Yeah. I feel like I've been doing it lately a lot in this podcast. It's the idea of um, operating on an empty tank and running on fumes. Should we call it running on fumes? Because um, you remember you used to coast down the hill? So, I mean, younger dads, they should know what coasting is, but let's hope all dads <laughs> at some stage have experienced coasting. What's the basic premise of coasting, Greg? <laughs> <clears throat> that when your car's in neutral and you're coasting down the hill, you can save gas yeah. to get to your destination. So it's a direct correlation to real life, right? <laughs> yeah. A full tank is awesome. Yeah. But what do you do when you don't have a full tank? You might be running on fumes, so you have to conserve in different areas mm-hmm. by coasting. Yeah. Coasting's been hijacked by laziness today. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't. It was a way of surviving. Survival. <laughs> so, you know, taking it easy on some stuff because you had it so hard on other areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just feeling less, there's less and less time for any coasting. Well, I think, I, th- uh, I, I think, you know, not to take the, uh, not to take the vehicle analogy to the nth degree, but can I introduce you uh, to a concept of regenerative regenerative braking, regen braking. Here we go. So it's something that's... Um, We're getting all meta on Rad Nerds podcast today. Totally. Also, regenerative braking. So obviously coasting um, is a function of uh, an internal combustion engine. And so when you're talking about um, petrol and petrol being used and what have you, that was one way in order to conserve fuel was to knock it into neutral. Um, but just like in vehicles, um, technology is playing a, a part in life as well. And one of the things that is um, a part of most um, good electric vehicles now is a feature called region braking, which basically means that um, as you use the brakes and as you drive down hills and use the brakes and what have you, it stores the energy from braking and, and pops it back into the fuel cells to give you. Uh, top up, right, and so it's this idea of um, maybe, maybe, and I'm not saying I'm not saying no to, to coasting, but maybe it's this idea that actually in today's world it's about finding what your region breaking is. What is the what is the practice? What is the discipline? What is the 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 art form that allows you to as you go down the other side of the hill as you use your brakes to to take the corners at the right speed you know make of the metaphor what you will what is that practice that allows you to um, enact regen braking in your life is that like mindfulness I think I think the short answer is yes I think that kind of thing is how do you find um, that space I'm going to think a practice like that is um, is exactly that. It's it's regen braking. It's giving you that top up, that little splash and dash, as as the race car drivers would call it, um, to get you over the finish line for the day. Um, and it's making sure that each morning that your regen braking is turned on, because uh, it's a function that you can actually you know you can switch off if, you, if you're not careful. I love that we've reached a place where we can dig this deep. I don't feel like enough people do it. And I feel like unless we're given, even me and you, right, we sit down once a week and we have these conversations. 
we go way deeper because we know we it's expected of us on this podcast totally and it's kind of like it, it solves solutions to real problems you know and i think that but like you know you talk about region breaking it's like for me this is the region breaking being forced to confront the issues being able to how do you articulate that uh, to a dad in a way that makes sense because i think we, we're, we're funny buggers and that we don't ever give ourselves enough credit for being able to go this deep and it's just think so often you know you and i both work in the world of storytelling storytelling how often is it that it's just the story's not being told the right way yeah. um, and and so when it comes to this kind of stuff and these kind of practices in order to survive life whether you're just a dude or whether you're a dude with kids and a dad I just don't know whether the story gets told the right way yeah. and I guess part of, part of it for us is going how do we tell that story well, we talk about mindfulness as being regenerative braking in your electric vehicle and all of a sudden the light bulb goes on. Because you're, you're analyzing, you're conserving and you're recharging all in, the, all in real time. And that's what people don't acknowledge when they say mindfulness. They would say something like, it's just good for you. Yeah. But I think as a men and dads, we want to know why. Oh. You know, why is it that when I back a trailer in and if I go the wrong way, the trailer goes the opposite way? Yep. Why is that? Yeah. Oh well, you know. It's 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 that extra unexpected you know, twenty kilometers of range that you get out of your charge mm. on your electric vehicle that you hadn't banked on but you know that you need it. Um, I think that that's that's really important and I think it's really important that um I guess rather than saying um, rather than saying no way, I can't get into that kind of stuff or I can't you know, kind of hang my hat on any of this airy fairy man, you know, mumbo jumbo that seems to be coming more and more a part of everyday life. Mm. I think, again, I just, I, I challenge all of us um, to not only tell a different story, but listen to the story differently as well. Um, yeah. Did you read my post yesterday? This goes back to story. <clears throat> you were saying sometimes you're not telling the right story and sometimes I think we are telling it we're just whispering it or we're too close to the words and we only see one word and I wrote this little article yesterday for our Facebook page it was basically taking a wider look on things mm -hmm. was the was the idea and if you haven't read it maybe I could just kind of either read it or give you a kind of sense of what I was feeling when I was writing it and it all came from this adventure that me, you, and a couple other friends did mm. when we um, followed seven blind people up and down New Zealand as they were encountering different challenges, right? And it was a challenge for us too because we were having to kind of document this thing and film it. And there's a hundred different ways we could veer off right now and talk about a plethora of things. But and maybe we will revisit this another day. But the kind of concept that I thought about was. And ironically, you weren't there for that day. <laughs> I was sitting on the bank. Yeah, sitting on the bank. But uh, the rest of us were were in the Wanganui, Whanganui, Whanganui, Whanganui River, and we were going up and down with these with these um, low paired or no vision Kiwis, right? And and the interesting thing was, it was up to everyone in that moment to explain what they were seeing. And I kept being kind of captured by this idea of how beautiful things were and how grand scale it was. And I remember thinking to myself, 
why don't we make it law that policymakers have to see something beautiful before them? Because A, it just makes sense. If you've spent all day inside a cardboard box, how are you to make policy about a a kid climbing a tree? That doesn't seem logical, it doesn't seem fair, and it doesn't seem smart, you know? Like, if you've watched a woman give birth, you clearly know that there's differences between men and women, and at some stage we all have to suffer because of how we roll in this world. And I don't care what you say, if you've seen that, you'll forever look at your partner in a more of a way than that's a vulnerable person. That's a tough ass person who's basically, you know, push a watermelon at your butt and see how you feel. (laughs) And if you live to tell the tale, High five. High five to that. (laughs) So it was this idea of like taking a wider look and and I particularly like the idea of we forget when we're so close in on these things that there's good things going on. And I always bring it up to you because I'm really big at the moment on who's shining a light on anything other than just, you know, World War Three. Yeah. You know, because yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not down with that. That mm. is not a nice bedtime story to send the kids to bed with. That's you know. Well I also think it's really important that it's not that we're advocating that these stories aren't told because injustice is still alive and well in this in, in in the world that we live in and I get that um, but I think it's again it's about being able to how do you feed your soul or your being or whatever you want to call it um, to be able to to look at a, 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 a situation with a solution mindset yeah. you know it's like I can't if all I feed myself is the bottom of the barrel you know the McDonald's the fa- you know the fast food um, that has little to no substance and is really just all of the bad stuff yeah um, if, if I feed myself that day in and day out and then I'm confronted with the big issues in life and somehow I'm supposed to come up with a meaningful contribution to whatever that is that's insane it's absolutely insane that we would expect that of ourselves and we'd expect that um, we'd be able to do that yeah. Um, but on the flip side, it's like it's really interesting to see what happens when you begin to feed yourself the perspective that allows you to view the bad stuff in a different way as well. Because I think that that's the thing. It's just like you know, if it's good, 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 meet the bad. I think the way that you'll view it and the way that you'll um, be motivated to take practical steps to actually do something about it rather than it just sit as yet another um, exacerbating factor in your day and, and in your news feed yeah. um, when all you fed yourself is the crap. I just think perspective is just such a, a real key to that. Mm. It's like, you know, as, as guys and as fathers we have this innate desire to want to ensure that um, we actually are practical and we deal with the issues but in order you, you can't deal with the issues if you haven't done the groundwork you know anyone with half a brain when it comes to building and, and what have you knows that foundations are key um, and if you can't get the foundations for you to approach a, a problem or a situation whether it's on a really localized level or whether it's on a grand you know international level um, if you don't have the foundations from which to launch into that you're never going to make any real meaningful change. Um, so again, I, I just keep coming back to the story. Guys get that story. You, you get the need to, 
you've got to get your ducks in a row, you've got to get your foundations right, you've got to be able to ensure that you're setting yourself up to succeed. Well, same thing goes with the way that you're trying to see the world. Set yourself up to succeed. Give yourself the opportunity to to have some of that good stuff to really add value and kind of solidify and firm up your base so that when you inevitably do have to face the challenges, um, you've actually got a shot at surviving it as opposed to it just becoming so overwhelming and kind of sucking <laughs> you into some um, big hairy, you know, mess. Yeah, which it can do and sometimes is designed to do. Um, if you're following the Red Dads page at the moment, we've come up with a new thing called the Daily Dad. And the Daily Dad is, um, you know, I guess an acknowledgement of trying to show small examples of, um, you know, ways that we can all be just appreciating a bit more what's happening around us, right? Just before I go into the Daily Dad, what you were saying about, like, there's obstacles, there's everything around us. It's like we're in the car and we're, we're coasting. And we're focusing on just getting to from point A to point B. The obstacles are the potholes in the road, mm-hmm. the flat tires, the other drivers, which there are many more than just you. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on and it's very complicated and it is very seldom about getting from A to B. We think it is, mm. but it's not. Eh? No. It's trying to wade through a world of everyone going from A to B and simultaneously doing this, you know, and I think that's that's quite an amazing thing, but getting back to Daily Dad, so ways that, you know, make your day seem a little bit brighter was to focus on small things, like yesterday we posted, billions of people still do not have access to a toilet. Mm. Seems silly, but maybe we should appreciate the humble crapper just a little bit more in our everyday life. And I think that's an example of mindfulness. Oh. Sit on the toilet and thank your lucky stars that you're part of the however many billion that isn't without it. And, and again, I think that's really important when you, you come back to that idea of building your base to, to, to launch from. You think about if you have no appreciation or no gratitude for the toilet that you sit on, you are never ever 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 and you cannot convince me otherwise going to ever actively participate in any form of solution towards those other billion people who don't have access to clean water and sanitation you're not ever going to be a part of the solution because you can't even appreciate what's right under your nose Mm. and so when we say um, thank you lucky stars you're one of the ones that do that's not again that we just simply forget about those that don't and go haha I'm the king of the world because I've got a toilet to sit on I think it's about being able to go, ha, ha you know, not ha ha at all. It's being able to go, wow, I've got a toilet to sit on. Yeah. Man, the perspective that I now take on the fact that people don't have that is completely revolutionised. Exactly. It's completely different. And the motivation I now have to participate in being part of the solution because of the gratitude that I have for the thing that's right underneath me is, um, is incredible. I think we need to be reminded of it. But I think there's a fine line between talking at someone and talking with people. And um, it's a real interesting kind of dynamic where that's where we find ourselves as parents. You know, how do you not cry over the spilt milk? Mm. But let people know that milk costs, man. Mm-hmm, yeah. And you just spilt $4 worth or whatever it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a super fine line. And, 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 that, and that's a, I think that's the tension. And that's 
I can't help but think that so much of that goes back to something that us dads are kind of um, probably pretty average at, and that's expressing gratitude. Mm. And it, again, it feels like a really, really touchy-feely kind of thing to talk about, but I'd be challenging anybody who's listening or watching, depending on how we roll with this. Yeah. Uh, so actually, I've right now, right in this moment, identify three things that you are genuine, genuinely grateful for. Um, and, and as you consider those three things that you're genuinely grateful for, I challenge you to go out and make sure that um, that whoever's attached to those those things that you are genuinely grateful for, that they know it mm. and express that gratitude uh, to whoever, whomever, whatever you need to, um, and just make a practice of making sure that uh, you've 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 expressed some sort of gratitude each day for something that you have. There's so much to unpack, right? So maybe go back have another listen we do it anyway because we, we record it and then we edit it but here's kind of what I'm taking away from our own conversation today <laughs> one that it's what you put out right it's how you examine everything and think about things and analyze all in this real-time scenario but then it's acknowledging that there's other things around you that don't that are not always self-aware that they're not all for you. So for example, yeah. um, part of what we're going to put out today for Daily Dad is, is just a reminder, that, and this is a quote from somewhere I found on the internet, the social media ecosystem selects for the most outrageous content paired with platforms that make it easier than ever to express outrage. Right? But we just take it as social media. Mm. What that says there is it's selecting for a very specific set of things mm. that don't always help you when you're coasting, mm. right? When you're on E. So I followed up with that, life is overwhelmingly good. It's just a dumb algorithm that keeps rewarding stupid stuff. <laughs> Breathe and carry on. And for me, I really do mean that. It's like, you'll hear me all the time on these platforms talk about the danger of getting wrapped up in comments and, and wanting to get back at someone, you know? Mm. And, and and it's funny because we're on the same platform that's delivering that algorithm, but I think it's necessary that fathers, mothers, parents do have a presence on these platforms. You know, we don't want it to run amok. And um, maybe that's a good place to kind of wrap up, Greg. It's mm. just like, um, most things are going good because today you could take a poop Yep. Your government is not coming in if you're in New Zealand and and taking everything you own. So there's been a lot of foundation work put in. Sometimes I think we're really quick at just um, trying to say the whole lot sucks, wipe it all. Yep. No, it doesn't all suck. Yep. The fact that we have free time to consider these things and that you as a father or mother or whoever listening or watching can can take that on board. like. There was a time where today was a struggle to get through eating. Mm. You know, that there wasn't a car to sleep in in the parking lot. Mm. That there was no toilet there to, there was no free toilet there in the street yeah. to drink from with water that would not make you get diarrhea, you know? And I'm not saying don't feel bad or don't feel hard done by. We've all reaching a point where we're gonna have to coast or gonna have to be running on fumes. Mm. I'm just saying like, Put a pinch of the good stuff in to let you know it's all for nothing. Yeah. 
yeah. That was intense. Take a <sighs> No sugar. I think they put sugar. All right, let's wrap it up here. Greg, always a pleasure to Likewise. hijack your podcast. No, no, no. no and um, to no. our audience members. Hey, yeah. how are you? Good. <laughs> <laughs> We're just recording a podcast. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's all right. So, yeah, for, for the audience out there, if you want to get in touch with us, we're always open to kind of having this two-way conversation. Um, we're easier to get in touch with. Rad Dad's Facebook page. We've got an email that you can find on there. Yep. And um, yeah, anything else, Greg? Before everyone gets back into their day. Um, that was episode thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Wow. We're doing it, bro. Making it happen. We're on the grind. Yeah, no, like Will says, uh, get in touch and yeah, love, love to just hear the feedback and um, we'll keep going if you keep listening. Till next time, peace out dads and mums.